Look, I got a testimony. I got to tell him what God did. I'm calling God the homie. He took me out of the mosh pit. I will contest the phonies. Separate demons and God's kids. I got to spread his word, so I'm going to show you who the God is. The word is my weapon. I move like a general. Good day, everybody. And thank you for joining us today on Walk With Me. I'm your host, JJ. And... I really appreciate everyone who's been downloading this podcast and sharing this podcast. Yes, I see the stats. Yes, I do appreciate it. I thank you very much. And you guys could be doing anything else, but you're taking just a little bit of time um, to walk with us today. Or if it's not the day of the recording, it's some other time. But I really do appreciate it. And just remember, if you're just finding about the podcast now, there are previous episodes you can always go down and download and listen to, and I highly recommend that, um, just like uh, if you need to go back and start in the beginning, that's quite all right. Now, we do have a couple sponsors, and our biggest sponsor is going to be Exquisite Creations, and look her up at exquisitecreations.com, and you have to spell exquisite, X is an X-ray, Q-U-I-Z-I-T, creations.com uh, she's also on uh, tiktok and a couple other social media outlets and what she makes is these great beautiful tumblers and her tumblr game is on point is a rated um, also um, we have true bars who makes the bump music for the show and i really appreciate that um, just a, a disclaimer go listen to some of his lyrics they may be little explicit for the you know rather mill christian so i have to give him a thanks because he donated the the bump music for the show um but moving right along uh, i we wanted to go back and when i was kind of thinking about the, the the subject of this um today's episode i figured that Saying I am that I am, or who was God part one, or who was God part two, it could not be done in one episode. So we're going to continue where we left off. And it was interesting because I got into some very interesting discussions over the course of the week about different theological subjects. And I'm saying that very politically correctly. See, there's just there's been this uh, doctrine that's been out for quite a long time about how many gods there are, and and we're not talking about in Greek theology, or Greek mythology or 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 you know Native American mythology or we're talking about within Christianity. There is a huge debate between. One God, or monotheism, and several gods, three gods, which is by definition a polytheism. So the, the deciding factor on what you, we, you and I should believe or what you and I should recognize as truth is what does the Bible say about it? Now, remember in the very beginning of the of the shit of the show, the series, I said there are going to be some things that are going to offend you, and you're probably going to stop listening to it, listening to me. 
Um, I didn't hope to get to one of these subjects so quickly. Uh, but people are very easily offended by the truth or what the Bible says sometimes. And we still like to call ourselves Christian. I'm not sure how that works. But to put it in a nutshell, the Bible, if it teaches nothing else, if it teaches nothing else, the bare concept of what the Bible is teaching us is that God is one. God is singular. God is not a team. God is not a, a democracy. God is one. Um, one of the big things in the New Testament, um, it, it was in, was when it, we, we talk about when Jesus would talk about, I am that I am. Before Moses was, I am. Now, theoretically, now, theoretically it, it makes sense why the Jews tried to stone him. Now, what do you mean, JJ? Well, I'm, I'm going to tell you why. You, when God spoke to Moses, and Moses was in, you know, they were talking about in front of the burning bush, and God was telling Moses, hey, um, who should I say sent me? Because, you know, I'm just Moses. I'm, I'm nobody. I, who, who am I to go talk to this Pharaoh guy about, uh, hey, maybe we should uh, release all of our Israelite friends there. Let us go. In Exodus chapter 3, verse 14 and 15. Now, let me pause right there before we read the scripture, okay? Remember what I tell you from the very beginning. N never take the scripture that I give you and just read that scripture. Always uh, read the first couple verses ahead of it and the first couple verses behind it, or better yet, best yet, read the entire chapter. So, because you want everything to be in context, you want nothing to be easily misconstrued. So, now we're going to go to Acts chapter, I'm sorry, Exodus chapter 3, verse 14 and 50, just, just for the sake of time. So, just to recap, Moses is talking to God. God, who should I say sent me? Verse 14 says, and God said to Moses, I am that I am. And he said, Thus shalt thou say to the children of Israel, I am hath sent me to you. And God said, Moreover unto Moses, Thou shalt say to the, unto the children of Israel, The Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, hath sent me to you. And this is my name forever, and this is my memorial unto all generations. Now, if you follow a Trinitarian doctrine, then you would say, well, maybe the God of 
Abraham was different from the God of Isaac. And those two gods was different from the God of Jacob. But the Bible does not support that. Because it, there it is right there, three gods. But God said, my name is I am. Not we are. To, to suggest otherwise, what might be to infer that God is somehow illiterate, which is as, about as close to blasphemy as you can get. So you have to be very careful in what, in reading the Bible and keeping everything in context. Again, go back and read the entire chapter. Is what I would suggest. But if you run a little short on time, read a few verses ahead, read a few verses behind. Um, going back to, I was saying in the New Testament, uh, Jesus was saying that same thing and got everybody ready to stone him. I believe it's John chapter 8, uh, verse 56. Okay, so Jesus was talking to some of the Jews. And you can tell by his language, and again, go back and read everything. You could tell by some of his language that Jesus wasn't very pleased. He wasn't given a flower child speech here. He was really getting in their craw about something. And then go back and read it. But verse 56, he says, Your father, Abraham, rejoiced to see my day. And he saw it and was glad. Now, like a typical person, they challenged him on that statement. And they said, then said the king, then said the Jews unto him, thou art not yet 50 years old. And thou hast seen Abraham? And Jesus said unto them, verily, verily, truly, truly, on today's vernacular, yo, I'm telling you right now, I say unto you, before Abraham was, I am. And those two words right there together, I am, when, it, when it's talking about God in the Bible, is a very specific meaning of about being all-powerful and omniscient and omnipresent and everything that God is. And the, this is a very key point. Is how this proves it, because the very next verse, verse 59, then they took up stones to cast at him. Because you can't walk around, you can walk around then talking about you were God. That'll get you stoned for blasphemy. And then they took up stones to cast at him, but Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple, going through the midst of them and passed by. Imagine that. Imagine that. If Jesus wasn't God, now they're already mad at you. And you just poofed out of there. And you went right by them. And they couldn't even see you. Um, now, let's pause. Let's slow this down for a second. Well, JJ, what about what about when he was on the cross. And he said, Father, why hast thou forsaken me? 
And why does he keep talking about this father thing? That would indicate two people. Well, let's explain something here. God cannot die. Now, that may seem confusing. But if you, if you understand that God cannot die, but flesh can, then you'll understand that the Spirit of God had to lift from Jesus' body in order for that flesh to die. Then when you go into, well, then who was speaking? You understand that there were a lot of times when Jesus spoke as deity, God, and Jesus spoke as man, humanity. A very good um, example, and I'm not going to go there now, but a very good example was when they were on the boat. And Jesus slept. And the storm came. Now, it's God being all-powerful, all-omniscient, all-omnipresent. God did not need to sleep. But the body of Jesus was sleeping. And it, the storm came up that was so horrific. And the, the apostles went down there and shook Jesus and said, Master, do you care that we die? And I imagine in, in, in the book of J.J. Author, Authoracity, I just made up that word, it, in the story of J.J. story writing, Jesus stretched and he took his time because he knew what he was going to do. He took his time, he stretched. Uh, morning, yawning. Got up there and looked down and said, this little, storm, this little thing right here, you call a storm? Peace be still. And then they said, what manner of man is this? That even the winds and the waves obey him. See, everyone sees a man. When it was God manifest in the flesh, but God also made it a way so that Jesus will sometimes speak as a man and sometimes speak as deity. In, in John chapter 8, we're still going to stay there. Um, John 8 and 15 is another example of this. I'm scrolling up here. You, uh, you judge after the flesh. I judge no man. And yet, if I judge, my judgment is true. For I am not alone, but I am the Father that sent me. It is also written in your law, that the testimony of two men is true. But I am one that bear witness of myself, and the Father that sent me bears witness of me. Now, if you read in that, you're thinking, okay, well, there's, there's two different people. Well, it's not people. You've got the spirit and the will of Jesus who was born who was born like any child and grew up into a man and the spirit of God that was in him. And Jesus was named this because God was manifest in the flesh. J-E-S-U-S. 
if you break it down, J-E is God. S-U-S, it saves us. It's the easiest way to really explain it in the time that we have. So, as Jesus as man sat there and slept in the bottom of the boat, but God, the deity, Jesus, Jesus the deity, is the one who calmed those waves. Now, the word of God is very explicit with warnings um, about oneness. It, it, it means that no, there's no scripture. If you take it and keep it in its proper context, that will support the, the presence of multiple gods. Even if you look in some revelation where it says the face of, you know, him that sat upon the throne. But I feel like I'm getting ahead of myself. But God is referred to as the Holy One. The Holy One over 30 times. Isaiah 46, I'm sorry, 44, uh, chapter 6, verse 24. Remember, read the entire chapter. I'm sorry, 44, 6, and 24. Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, and his Redeemer, the Lord of hosts. There you go. The Lord, singular, King, singular, his Redeemer, singular, the Lord, both singular. I am the first and the last, and beside me there is no God. Well, wait a minute now. If you if you listen very carefully, that sort of gets rid of these other two gods, the Holy Ghost and Jesus. But if you remember that these are are the same God doing a different job, then it makes more sense. And I'm going to get more into that in a moment. Thus saith the Lord, the thy Redeemer. And he that formed thee from the womb, I am the Lord that maketh all things, and stretcheth forth the heavens alone, and spreadeth abroad by myself. Well, spread abroad the earth by myself. Malachi 2 and 10. Have we not all one Father? Hath not one God created us? Zechariah 14 and 9. And the Lord shall be king all over the earth. In that day, there shall be one Lord, and his name is one. See, God revealed himself to a lot of different people. And God did a lot of different things. And if you read through the Old Testament, you start seeing names like Elohim, and El Shaddai. And, you know, and, and basically what these were, were Men, like you and I, trying to attribute something to God. We're trying to attach a tribute to God. And we're trying, and in so doing, we're saying God the Father, God the Provider, God the, the Strong Tower. When God is all of these things, remember we have that discussion about the blind man and the elephant. The same thing applies here. 
The elephant is a wall. The elephant is a tree trunk. The elephant is a rope. The elephant is a snake. But if you step back and you look, none of those things are exactly accurate because the elephant is all those things. God was all those things, but he was singular. So when God said in Exodus 3 and 14, I am that I am, those two words together took on a whole different meaning. So the the issue is God saying I am rather than we are. God saying I will rather than we will. Oh but 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 JJ 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 in in Genesis it talks about let us go make man in our image. Okay, yeah, yeah. So let me ask you something. So God never speaks to the angels? I mean, we clearly have in Job where God spoke to all the angels. But the sons of God had a meeting. Oh, and all of them came and Satan came too. Hey, Satan, where you come from? Um, walking up and down the street and getting a Lucy from the corner store. Hey, man, did you see uh, my, my boy Job over there? So you can clearly see that God talks to the angels. So how is that such a, a strange thing that God would have also been talking to his angels in Genesis? Now, did the angels make men? No, God did that. But God was having a, God was having a conversation. I mean, I, I don't want to reduce to angels to pets, but, I mean, we, we talk to our dogs all the time and our cats all the time. Can it be that different? So, you have to be very careful. The Bible is very, very specific on God being one. Now, we can go into church history and, and, and where this... Um, polytheism came from and it all came from one scripture and people taking one scripture out of context is a lot of what's why uh, living for God is not as powerful as it should be why certain things in, in people's lives are not as wholesome and complete as it should be it's why your Christian walk has not grown as it much as it should be. Because you, you, you're thinking that you're having faith in God, but you don't really. You're not having faith in the quote-unquote right God. Because you don't, your faith is not Jesus being God. Your faith is Jesus being a little God that somehow died and came back, and his brother, the Holy Ghost, um, are helping God out. And, and I know I'm trivializing it, but I, I, it needs to be very clear. There's one God. There's not several. And I can, like I said, we can go into which organization started bringing in polytheism and where they got it from. It's 
that would take at least eight episodes. But the most important thing, the actual important thing to understand, and I will say it one more time because it bears repeating. God, Jesus, Holy Ghost, all one being. They're not joined at the hip. They're not Siamese twins. They're, they're one person. Just the same exact thing like that. I am a son. I am a brother. And I am a co-worker. And I am also a host. But all of these things, I'm, if I write a check for a, a million dollars here and sign it with all of those titles on it, no bank in the world will cash it. Not a one. But if I signed it JJ, or my full name for JJ, then a bank would try to cash it, and you probably probably would bounce. But but I, if I made sure that my name was attached to it, that you understand that the, the power is in the name of, of God, singular, the name of God. Even in some of the scriptures that people take out of context with salvation, they forget that in, that, in those scriptures it says, the name of the Lord. And it contradicts them. So just be very careful. Um, like I said, it, this takes a lot of study. And I may end up bringing some more of it back later um, as to the oneness of God. Uh, but right now, we just I feel like uh, we still have a lot of basics to cover before we get into the nitty gritty. I do thank you. I love you all. Um, not trying to offend or make anyone angry. Everything I'm covering um, is because it's really out of love and just want to see people uh, grow in God. And not like I'm some great expert because I'm learning stuff every day. But hopefully you can walk with me and we can learn together. And that, that's, that's the whole point here. Again, I do thank you for joining me today. Uh, I wish you a great week. Um, tell everybody, tell the people about this podcast. I, I do see that some people have already started. This is not like Fight Club where the first rule is don't talk about Fight Club. No, no, no. Go ahead and tell everybody about it. I, I see that I'm seeing a lot of shares, which is really great. Um, I really do appreciate it. Love you all. Y'all have a great week. This has been Walk With Me with JJ. Yeah. True. Uh. See, I do it for Jesus. Jesus. Everything I've been doing, give me a reason. Give me a reason. I got this little words of a genius. Words of a genius. Everybody needs to know who the leader. Who the leader. See, I do it for Jesus. Jesus. Everything I've been doing, give me a reason. Give me a reason.